Hey guys, Debs here, and welcome to the first episode of Debs Watchlist in 2022. Even though we're only one month into the new year, I've already seen a lot of great shows and films. So today, I wanted to quickly share with you my top three watches for the month of January. First up is the Netflix original movie, Don't Look Up. So Don't Look Up actually came out on Christmas Eve, but it ended up being the first movie that I watched in 2022. Chances are, you've probably already heard of this movie, thanks to its phenomenal all-star cast, which includes Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Meryl Streep, Rob Morgan, Jonah Hill, Kate Blanchett, Tyler Perry, Ariana Grande, Timothy Chalamet, and more. This movie is a sci-fi apocalyptic comedy about a huge asteroid that is hurtling towards Earth with an impact that will effectively end the world. The scientists who discover this immediately alert the government about this grave threat to mankind, but instead of treating it with actual concern, the president and her administration mock and dismiss the situation altogether. Eventually, word gets out to the public about this asteroid, and what one would think is a straightforward, obvious problem ends up becoming a divisive, controversial hot-button issue thanks to politics, media, and capitalism. It's no secret that this movie was meant to be a cautionary tale about climate change. Adam McKay, who is the writer and director of the movie, along with Leonardo DiCaprio, have mentioned in multiple interviews that this movie, despite its comedic tone, is intended to drive home the very serious message that climate change is real, it's getting worse, and it's going to have deadly global consequences. So we need to stop doubting the science and unite together to resolve this urgent issue for the sake of all mankind. But even though the movie is about climate change, I actually couldn't help noticing the parallels between the story and the U.S. response to COVID. I think Adam McKay said he wrote the story before the pandemic happened, but the similarities are there. For example, the skepticism towards the asteroid, despite seeing it very visibly in the sky, reminds me of the early days in the pandemic when some Americans thought COVID wasn't a big deal, that it was some big conspiracy, even when so many people were dying and hospitals were very visibly overwhelmed. The asteroid becoming a political issue also brings to mind how wearing masks became a political issue. And the whole debate about believing in science or thinking everything is just a conspiracy is something that you see both in the film and also in times of COVID, like with all the talk around the vaccines, whether wearing a mask is actually effective, etc. So although this movie was intended to be about climate change, a lot of its social commentary can actually be pretty broadly applied to just people's response to different kinds of crises. And frankly, that is a bit depressing. Like, why can't we just all agree on the existence of a very obvious problem and work together to resolve it? Personally, I think we will have literally no one but ourselves to blame if the world were to ever come to an end. So because of its sharp satire and social commentary, it's not surprising that Don't Look Up is one of the more controversial films out there today. But as its director says, how you feel about the movie probably says a lot about you and your views on the world's current state. 
I actually do think it's an interesting mental exercise to think through which character you identify most with because everyone had a very different response to the asteroid, but those responses are pretty representative of how different people would respond to a crisis like that. Like, will you fight to the end to defend what you believe in and try to persuade people even when everyone around you thinks you're crazy? Or will you grow jaded and just give up, living life with apathy? Or would you be like the president and choose to run away when problem strikes because you have the resources to do so? Anyways, this movie was just as fun to watch as it was to unpack after the fact because there's so much social commentary to digest and to reflect on. So if you like witty comedies, provocative content, and a golden cast, then definitely add Don't Look Up to Your Watch List. My second pick for January is the film The God Committee. Based on a stage play, this movie tells the story of a group of doctors who must decide which patient can receive a heart transplant. If you think that sounds intense, it is. This movie was definitely not an easy watch. And even though the movie is quite static visually, because most of the scenes just take place in a hospital boardroom, it's still really riveting to watch the doctors discuss, argue, and spar over which patient gets the heart. Even more interesting is that the movie actually cuts between the committee meeting and seven years later to see the impact of their decision. It's really hard to talk about this movie without spoiling it, so let's just say the movie really pushes you to think about the intersections between morality, business, race, class, gender, and human worth. In fact, watching this movie made me think of another movie called Worth, which is the true story of an attorney who faces the daunting task of determining compensation for 9-11 victims. In both of these movies, essentially there's the fundamental question of how do you determine how much a human life is worth? In one case, it's financial compensation. In another case, it's whether or not that patient is worthy of a heart that will give them a second chance at life. Definitely a tough topic to think through, but I've always liked stories with complicated moral dilemmas, so maybe that's why I really enjoy The God Committee. It's also interesting to reflect on which arguments in The God Committee you agree with the most and which patient you would have ultimately chosen to receive the heart transplant. And perhaps it's because of the movie's title, but I did find myself wondering what God would actually do. Not sure what he would have done, but... Based on the ending, which, in my opinion, is quite realistic, it reaffirms my belief that humans playing God in any capacity is never a good idea. I definitely don't envy anyone who has the power or the position to determine another person's life, because not only is that a really tough thing to do and might even potentially be inhumane, but it must be really hard to live with the consequences of your decision if things don't pan out the way you hoped. Anyways, if you're into philosophical debates, high stakes plot, then The God Committee is definitely a watch for you. So I know I just recommended two very heavy movies for you. So let's end the episode on a lighter note with my final pick, Our Beloved Summer. 
Our Beloved Summer is a lovely Korean drama. It's about a couple who were high school sweethearts. The girl was ranked top of her class, the boy was last place, and the two of them meet because they're invited to participate in a documentary that wants to see what happens when you put the highest and lowest ranked students together. Well, what happens is romance, and the two of them fall in love through this project only to have a very ugly breakup later. Fast forward 10 years, and the original documentary crew wants to film a sequel to follow up on where they are in their lives, which forces these old lovers to reunite and confront their past. This drama is beautiful. Going into it, I didn't have really high expectations because the cast isn't what you would consider an A-list cast, but I'm really glad I gave this drama a chance because everything from the story to the cinematography, the music, all of it was just beautiful. I also really like the ending. Usually K-dramas have a tough time nailing the ending, like they start off really strong in the beginning, pretty strong in the middle, and then fizzle out or have chaos by the end. But this drama was great from start to finish, and in that final episode, there are so many iconic moments that I think will be forever logged into Korean history as the most romantic, most memorable, most sweet moments. What I also loved about this drama is that each episode title was actually inspired by a movie, and quite a few of my favorite movies actually made the list. I also thought it was really cool how this drama has a companion webtoon. So for those of you who are unfamiliar, webtoons are Korean webcomics, and usually dramas adapt a webtoon that has already been written. But in the case of Our Beloved Summer, the show came out first, and then the webtoon followed, and the webtoon actually provides new, unique stories that complement the drama instead of summarizing everything that happened. Super cool, right? Anyways, you can find me scrolling through that webtoon as I try to get through my drama withdrawals. So Don't Look Up, The God Committee, and Our Beloved Summer are my top three picks for January. Have you seen any of these movies and shows? And more importantly, do you have any recommendations for me? Let me know by dropping me a line on my blog or on my Instagram at the handle Debs underscore speaking. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Deb's Watchlist, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye!